What about age difference in marriage? If you marry someone who is quite a bit older than you, does this make your marriage experience different from the experience of couples who are similar in age? Let's find out. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to OYF.support. Once again, that website is OYF.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have a unique episode for you this week. This is episode number 151. And today we're going to be talking about age differences in marriage. Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we talked about creating purpose in your marriage. It's worth going back and checking that one out. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. If you're struggling with your marriage and maybe wonder if the age difference is an issue, which is not something you can really change, we offer sound research-based advice And most of all, we offer hope. So, Caleb, let's get into the topic of age differences. Yes. Let's start with some statistics. 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 About 10% of marriages have an age difference of more than 10 years. Really? And apparently there's more of these kinds of marriages now than there were in 1980. I don't know what to say from that, but just an interesting factoid. Okay. And as you might imagine, men are more likely to marry a younger spouse than women. And... The percentage of men increases with age, like marrying younger spouses. Mm -hmm. It's lowest in the 20 to 24 age range at 35% and rises to 67% by age 40 and then 73% by age 70. Okay, Caleb, if you're in the 20... This is not more than 10 years, I don't think. No, if you're in the 20 to 24 age range, like how are you marrying someone who's 10 years younger than you? Sorry, that's just saying generally younger. Okay. Yeah. So interestingly, these effects are observed across all Western cultures and most non-Western cultures, with a few exceptions. For example, the Philippines and Costa Rica, where women marrying younger men is more common than men marrying younger women. I don't know why. But the trend of men to marry younger women has remained stable over the past few decades, although the rate of women marrying younger men is increasing, according to the Office of National Statistics. For second marriages and marriages later in life, there is more diversity... In age gaps between spouses than in younger couples, as we saw in that earlier statistic. So it turns out it's a hard question to answer. This question of how does age difference impact marital satisfaction? Okay. Results on the effect of age difference on marriage are very mixed. But overall, age dissimilar marriages, like where there's a gap, Mm -hmm. are more alike than dissimilar to what they call coeval marriages. Now, a coeval marriage is a marriage of the same age two people of the same age. Okay. You totally lost me there. I'm not sure. They're basically just saying marriage is marriage is marriage. Okay. And it doesn't matter if there's a huge age gap or that's, that's what this researcher is saying. Okay. Just that typically it doesn't look much different than a marriage between couples of similar age, but other research does note some issues. So let's go through all this and look at the different conclusions to see what we can learn. And I think what we'll find is some people relate to certain parts of this and some won't. So older research, like from the late 70s, from 1960, often finds that marriages with large age gaps have lower marital quality and satisfaction and are less stable than couples who are of similar ages. 
Okay. Being similar in marriage is normally considered a good thing and predictive of marital satisfaction, particularly like similarity in values and mm-hmm. upbringing and socioeconomic status. But values and norms in society change as time goes on. So couples of significantly different ages may have different values, which could lead to lower agreement and lower overall satisfaction because you're coming from two different eras. Okay. If you will, right? Yeah. Now, age difference, another possible concern is it could lead to a power imbalance, which can increase tension and conflict. This is based on what's called resource theory, which was pretty interesting, but it basically just states that whichever spouse brings more resources to the marriage will exhibit greater control. Hmm. The older spouse, perhaps in a better job, with more life experience, may appear to bring more to the marriage and naturally then tend to make more of the decisions. Mm -hmm. But it can also work the other way if youth and attractiveness are seen as the resource with the more youthful and therefore more attractive desirable spouse now able to attract and hold sway over an older spouse. So they bring more resources because they have the youthfulness. Okay. So it kind of depends what the couple is valuing. Right. More. Right. More than the age gap. Yeah, and if that's handled in a complementary fashion or it becomes a power issue. Okay. Now, other research, that's from 2010. Other research doesn't really support this. So in 1985, this uh, researcher group tested couples on marital satisfaction and conflict frequency, and they found no effect of age difference for either. Okay. Uh, Another study looked at eight successful marriages where the husband was 10 years plus or older. or 10 plus years older. Yep. The common features of these marriages, these successful marriages, were that they shared household tasks, they shared interests and leisure time, and they shifted responsibilities, work, and childcare during different life stages, and they had similar faith and values. So those, But that could be describing any marriage. It is, but maybe you could say these were more important to be careful about. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's I'm guessing there. That's my fill-in on that. Okay. But those are good features, like you say, in any marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some of these couples were remarried and had previously been in unhappy marriages where gender roles were highly enforced. Their new marriages were far more gender neutral in terms of the sharing of housework, the paid employment, the balance of power, despite the husband being much older. And so these couples kind of went through a process of discovering that the traditional gender roles don't have to apply to them. They could shake it up. Okay. One of the couples had a strong Christian faith and so were happy with the husband being the head of the relationship, like taking the lead there, but still allowed for the wife to make her own decisions and control some aspects of the relationship, such as the finances. Okay. So these are just kind of anecdotal observations from the study of a very small handful of couples, right? Yeah. But gender role does seem to be where a lot of the discussion comes back to. Gender roles are often designed and performed unconsciously or automatically. Like we never sat down and said, men do this and women do that. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Having a much older husband may cause couples to become more consciously aware of the possibility of a power imbalance or these gender roles. And so actively work against them just because you know, okay, you're from the traditional, like where you're from the era where traditional marriages were the norm. Yeah. And I'm more from a complementarian area. Like it might, okay. whether they explicitly discuss that or not, or there's some intuitive understanding of that. Now, by making that power imbalance more obvious because of this difference in age. Okay. It gave them the opportunity to acknowledge it and then create a dynamic that they were both happy with. Hmm. And so the researchers said, it does not appear that people are simply a product of the era into which they were born, but they can radically change radically in their lives. So they can choose to shape it how they want. Okay. Now, some couples reported being at similar life stages despite their age differences, which is interesting too. So one quote from a 43-year-old woman married to a 59-year-old husband. She says... We're more at a sort of life stage together. 
Most men in their 30s are terribly ambitious. Well, he's really past all that. And that was attractive to me. He was just more into enjoying himself. Mm, Okay. And so, you know, I think what you and I are hearing in this is that with all the usual aspects of successful marriage, you can make the age gap work too. Things like communication and negotiating roles, commitment, trust, establishing a sense of fairness and equality. All these are required in an age gap marriage too. Interesting. I remember you saying one time about people marry at At the the same same emotional level. Mm -hmm. So in a lot of ways, that's more important than age. Mm -hmm. And that's what you heard that woman doing. Yeah. Yeah. With that quote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So kind of putting all this together, if this is your situation, this is where our patrons will really appreciate the bonus material for this week, because we've taken two major themes, power balance and conflict resolution, but we've nuanced them for couples who have an age difference. And actually, I'm going to say that to all of our patrons, even if you don't have a huge age gap, you should grab this download from your Patreon feed and check it out anyways. It has a super helpful process of taking you through a productive discussion about power balance and some great training on conflict resolution and how to shift your perspective on issues that you might be stuck on. Of course, any of our listeners can get this download by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. We'll just take a quick 60-second break to tell you more about that. What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about how marital satisfaction is impacted by age difference. Mm-hmm. So I think the bottom line to all this is that your age difference could be a recognized feature of distress. Like you kind of say it's because of that problem. We're not the same age, but it doesn't need to be because it's common characteristics to other marriages that you solve these, you make it work with, right? Yeah. So I'm just kind of putting myself into the shoes of a spouse in a marriage where age difference seems to be an issue. And I hope that this gives you hope because you can't fix the age difference, right? You can't change your ages. No. And maybe that's what you guys have focused on. And that issue gets the blame. So it seems quite hopeless because you can't change the ages. Mm -hmm. Your age is what it is. But what if instead of focusing on changing the impossible, which really only leads you to wonder if divorce is your best option, what if instead you focus on the classic issues that come into any marriage? Issues of power, Mm. fairness, conflict, communication, trust, commitment. And you can, those are fixable. They are. Maybe you're avoiding them because they're more sensitive areas to talk about, more difficult to talk about. Oh, okay. Maybe they force you to take more ownership of what's not going well. Right. It's easier to just say, oh, we're too far apart in age. Right. But think about this. Those are all items that you can influence, that you can work through. Yeah. So just take that as a note of encouragement. Now, specific effects of age difference for Linda, like just so we're not living in denial, there's some pretty real things that come in. 
that we should talk about. And these may impact age-different marriages in a way that coeval marriages are not impacted. Okay, let's take a break here and finish your sleeves because apparently you can't roll your sleeves up and talk coherently at the same time. (laughs) We got that sorted. Okay. But just remember, it's the same skills and understanding required to solve these that you would need to have in any marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. Just they would have a different set of issues, right? Okay. Okay, so the first one is age difference and fertility. Here's an obvious one, right? The age gap between spouses can impact fertility and chances of successfully having children. Okay. There are three possible factors, as we saw from the research. First, male fertility reduces slightly with age. So being married to an older husband reduces the wife's chances of becoming pregnant, irrespective of her own fertility. Okay. Second, male mortality rises with age, such that the husband may die before the end of the wife's reproductive years. Okay. If, thirdly, if age difference does translate into lower marital satisfaction, and you don't take steps to mitigate this lower marital satisfaction, you may find yourself choosing not to have children due to marital distress, which reflects itself in, quote unquote, the fertility rate, right? Right. I mean, like, where's the big obvious one? Like, if you marry an older woman, she might be past childbearing age right. i guess it's more you're more likely it's a less likely situation to find yourself in but right it happens too hmm. mortality is another thing that comes up and i had to read the sentence twice to catch it so listen carefully having an older spouse increases mortality for the younger spouse Ooh, why possibly due to the stress of caring for your older spouse in later life huh Having a younger spouse increases life expectancy for men, but not women. It's another observation from the research. Huh. Interesting, eh? Yeah. And so then all the stress of living with you, I might die younger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not even this gotta, is no joking matter. Comment. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Social effects come into this too. So because marriages with a big age gap are a minority and they go against social norms, Mm -hmm. Um, popular culture and scientific research, they often look for rationalizations as to why these marriages exist, right? Which leads to stereotypes, particularly on the popular culture side of men who marry mother substitutes, Mm -hmm. an older woman, or who want to be in charge of or fatherly towards younger wives rather than being equal to them. Mm -hmm. Women who marry much older men are likewise portrayed as marrying into money or marrying him for his money rather than out of love. So people oh. see these see these couples and they assume that there must be something wrong with them, right? This is okay. this is stigma now. Yeah, and, totally. And this disapproval from the family and from society, this can negatively influence marital satisfaction. Uh-huh. So this is an awareness point. You can't control what others think or the interpretations that they provide and why you're married. But you can choose to enjoy your spouse regardless of those external, extrinsic valuations. You can choose to valuate your marriage on your own terms rather than on the terms that others want to give you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has to become a conscious uh, decision Okay. if you're facing and you're experiencing this kind of stigma. Okay. So that's um, one of the impacts of an age difference. And finally, there can be other ways in which a big gap can occur between a couple, such as a gap in education or socioeconomic status. These things can compound the effect of an age gap and create a further imbalance in power. Because these things could already be creating an imbalance of power. Yeah. Plus the age gap could be. Yeah. So this is just kind of like a double. It could double up. But again, it doesn't need to be a problem, right? Yeah. It just depends how you guys are willing to handle this, right? So 
if I think though, what matters is if you're contemplating marrying or you are married to an older or a younger person, it's worth discussing. So it's out right. on the table. We know yeah. about it, right? Yeah. So those are some of the specific effects of age difference to be aware of, but let's end on a positive note with some ways to make an age gap marriage work well. All right. And this is just kind of recapping what we've been through, but summary, a good summary of these ways. First of all, develop shared values and life stages, meaning you want the same things from life at that stage. Okay. It's not about being in the same age stage, but the same life stage. Huh? So this is even with friends, Caleb. How do you mean? Like, uh, like finding friends that are in the same life stage? Yeah. You right. can have this couple the same age as you, but if they had kids 10 years later than you, it's a different right. thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's about a life stage. I'm sure it was a good point, but I can't quite get my words out. No, you got it. It's like okay. you're, you may find more commonality with yeah. someone in the same life stage than the same age stage. Yeah. So it can be the same in a marriage. Yep. Absolutely. Huh. Now... To make this work inside marriage, so you might need to change your values and perceptions of marriage so that you align these stages okay. together. So it's thinking about having the same life stage now in our marriage and making sure we're in alignment on that rather than mm. what might be dictated by an age stage. Right. Okay. Second, be aware of the possibility of social stigma and other effects such as fertility issues. Come to terms with these as a couple. Like don't carry these concerns along without addressing them. If they're mm -hmm. there then they're real, then they deserve to be acknowledged, even if they're difficult to talk about. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, pursue shared interests and leisure time. Uh, fourth, engage in joint decision-making. Keep an eye on the balance of power or the perceptions of fairness, mm -hmm. just so that doesn't complicate your relationship. And fifth, create a dynamic that you're happy with, whether that's a complementarian marriage or a gender neutral or still somewhat traditional or however you want it, right? It's your marriage. You can shape it how you want it. That's really cool. Yeah. Which means you may, one of, one or both of you may choose to depart from what's normal in your age group because you'd rather have something that you've created together that works for you guys mm -hmm. than fitting other people's requirements or expectations. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. That's all I had. All righty. So let's wrap up then. We'd like to thank Samantha for becoming a patron this week. We appreciate you and all of our patrons who are our big supporters so thank you for that. Caleb, next week. Uh, we're talking about the question, do I have to care about my spouse's hobbies? Well, you definitely have to care about mine. Shared leisure activities, that kind of thing. Are you sure? Uh, yes. What if the research says I don't have to care? Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to create a cliffhanger here, not an argument. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Good point. Now I'm worried. Oh, uh, yes. Well, lucky you will be recording this in about five minutes. So everybody else will have to wait a week. All right, let's wrap this up. That's all for today's episode. You can get the full show note at oyf.link slash 151. Find out how you can help us help marriages. Go to oyf.support. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Belinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.